Hello and welcome to the More From Law podcast. I'm your host, Harry Clark. Whether you're listening on Spotify or iTunes, thanks so much for tuning in and for supporting the show. This week's episode focuses on networking and diversity with Alexander Pavlov, a community builder and lawyer who emigrated to Canada from Bulgaria. We discuss his fascinating background into the profession, how to build up genuine connections and what skills to focus on to develop your network. Let's get into today's episode. So Alex, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you very much for having me. No, it's my pleasure. So before we get started, I think we just have to get this out of the way that you have to be one of the most committed guests I think I've seen either on this show or any other, and that it's currently 5am for you right now. Um, <laughs> and uh, no, first things first, I just wanted to say thank you for getting up at such an early time. I'm sure you've got a coffee in hand ready to <laughs> ready to stay awake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, awesome. Before we get going, a nice little icebreaker question that I, I think it'd be great to do is to know a little bit about why you wanted to join the legal profession and kind of your motivations for wanting to be a lawyer, really. Yeah, it's uh, really very exciting to remember those days uh, mm. in 1980s when I started to study law in Sofia University in Bulgaria. So my grandfather was lawyer in Bulgaria in 1960s. It was very difficult time for the legal profession mm. because of political reasons in the country. There was a communism and the communist uh, theory mm. expected that the law will disappear in the coming decades. So my grandfather had very difficult time practicing his uh, profession. Uh, later, things changed, of course, and uh, it was really prestigious to study law. In my country, Bulgaria, the history was related with the communist government for 45 years. Bulgaria always was uh, dominant by the Soviet Union, and this affected the whole history of the country. Uh, I started to study law in 1989, in Sofia University. So it was a very interesting time of change for the country when uh, in Eastern Europe many governments changed their leaderships and under the presidency of the Michael Gorbachev, Eastern Europe uh, launched a change from communism to democracy. So this affected the fabric of the society and the legal development. I remember this time very well because uh, in the university we had uh, changing curriculums. So we started the first year with one curriculum and later it was changed. It was very interesting to observe uh, the changes in the legislation in the country because they affected uh, the industry, the social life, the education, and it was very exciting time. So I chose the career of the lawyer. I was barrister for four years. I practiced right. civil law. I started my career in 1994. So I worked also with refugees to help people who needed asylum in Bulgaria. And in 1997, the government allowed uh, private practices for pri public notaries. Uh, so in 1998, I established my own public notary practice. And I worked with real estate transfers, with wills, estates, I did certification of signatures, service of documents. Unfortunately, my country experienced troubles with the corruption. These problems are ongoing. Now they are even deteriorating. And um, the legal industry of Bulgaria is uh, 
directly affected by these problems. The bribery, the political influence in the courts, the nepotism are very strong there. And uh, also the common attitude of the people that they should not observe the law, it affected uh, my work. So it was very hard to work in these conditions mm. when people don't expect you to follow the law. They always expect you to find shortcuts, to avoid paying taxes and mm. things like this. So uh, I can say that the law is really very symptomatic of the general health of the society. And uh, my home country uh, has uh, very serious challenges in the rule of law, even as a member of the European Union and NATO. Uh, so I launched a change in my career path. We took a common decision as a family to move to Canada in 2014. And my interests are more in the area of uh, legal networking mm. and diversity in the law in Canada, which is very interesting. So just coming from your, your background and your interest in diversity, what, what skills do you feel are important to practice in a diverse environment and how can they best demonstrate that? Definitely the social skills and uh, communication skills are the most important. Uh, uh, nowadays with technology we have a lot of technical ability to communicate with people by email, by Skype, with the social media, but uh, nothing really nothing can replace the personal communication face to face to people and uh, very often it can be challenging getting to know the people and getting in touch with them is the most important uh, tool for establishing a new career in the law i myself try different approaches and i find the most successful approach surprisingly for me was the method of cold calls. Cold calls seem to be very successful. Of course, they're not easy because very often you talk with people which you don't know. You need to research in advance uh, the person who you want to reach. And uh, making uh, calls, very often you just reach the voicemail of the person. <laughs> <That's very true. laughs> but but this, is, this is very good because you have... Uh, two, three minutes to talk about yourself. And if you have very well prepared pitch, you have unique chance to present yourself to the person. Uh, of course, people are busy. Very often they just turn on their phones to the voice machine and they listen to the voice messages later. But uh, it's very important for this one, two minutes when you talk about yourself to know what you want to say and how to say and with what tone to say. Uh, of course, making the voice message is just the first step and uh, the next steps are more important how to develop the friendship mm. and how to make it deeper and how it can bring uh, awareness of the person who you are and what can you bring mm. to the table. That's, that's a great point and I think that that's also a question that comes up in more formal interview kind of scenarios where um, you know, the candidate's in the room and the interviewer essentially says, tell me about yourself. And again, it's that kind of two minute pitch 
there that you sort of talked about to, to talk about yourself. So what what's your sort of rough go-to as a, either an opening line or kind of a bit of a structure as to what you should include in that kind of scenario? Uh, so first of all, my experience was successful, uh, but it took some mm. time. So I, I can assess uh, my cold calls uh, as successful because one of seven of my contacts, which I approach by cold calls, agree to meet with me. Uh, so, first of all, why I wanted to talk with the person. Uh, so, this required preparation and to get to know the history of the person I try to contact and uh, his achievements and the most important, how he or she get this success. Having my situation of uh, immigrant to Canada who wants to make a difference and who wants to bring value to the community, how can I help with my personal skills? Uh, so, uh, but very often the contacts found back and they were really interested to see how a lawyer from Europe, especially from Southeast Europe, uh, take the courage to call them and to present themselves. And of course, uh, the analysis of the result of the cold calls is very important because sometimes people are not interested, but if they're interested, the next step is to be how to deepen this mm. contact. And, and, and talking about deepening that, that kind of initial networking phrase, I mean, um, I know in the UK, lots of kind of law students get the opportunity to maybe grab an email of someone or grab a coffee with a mentor or something like that, who's kind of willing to try and give them that help. What's the next stage, do you think, to go from that initial point of contact to developing some kind of long-term contact that you can kind of go back to in the future? Even I had uh, some experience when people asked me, so what kind of job are you looking for? So they were very mm. direct. Sometimes, of course, they told me, I know you're looking for a job. I don't have a job for you. But even this was very easy for me because uh, I felt much more released and I could have a friendly conversation with them. So the networking is not only for the job search, it's for community building. What can you bring for the community? Um, we're almost coming up to the end of the, of the show, but before we do, I did want to ask you just one more question, um, which is that I get a lot of questions from international students who are looking to apply to the UK. So they're coming from outside the profession, uh, outside the industry that they're kind of looking to apply to. What's the best way, do you think, for an international student or an international job applicant to sell themselves to a firm? Definitely making the personal connections, the personal friendships and bridges to the people while they're studying, while they're in the universities, is the best way for the students to secure success in their careers. Because as more active are they, as more knowledge when they have for the legal environment, as more knowledge uh, which they have about the current trends in the law, can help them in their future success. Another very important thing is the changes in the technology, mm. which are really, I can say, it's a revolution in the law. It's really 
drastic change in the legal industry and uh, the technical skills and ability to present their personal aptitude to the legal companies can be crucial in their success. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been absolutely fascinating to hear about your background and your kind of thoughts on networking more generally. And um, Where can people go to learn more about you? What's the best way to come to reach you? Uh, so I'm on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. And I would love to talk with uh, everybody who will be interested to outreach to me and uh, to give my perspective. And of course, I would like to hear their stories around the world. That's absolutely fantastic. Well, thanks again for coming on, Alex. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Harry. Thank you very much.